Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and we're continuing our series on small business owners who are getting the move on. And our guest this week, well, he's going to help us take our businesses up and under the wire. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we chat with real business owners who have real success and learn from them about what works, what doesn't, and who want you to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. Join us where you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. And I am out here on an airport you're never gonna be able to find. In fact, the only way I was able to get here is because our guest this week had to pin me on his phone because neither Apple nor Google Maps knew how to get here. And our guest this week is John Slicker, the managing partner of Vince Dusters. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you, it's nice to be here. And for visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? My name's John Slicker Jr. and I'm the managing partner for Vince Dusters and we do crop dusting. Now, for many of you who live in the Central Valley, there are numerous times a year where you'll be driving down the 99, you'll be driving down the 5, and you'll see these very curious looking aircraft flying over and spraying fields. Some of the times they're going over the power lines, sometimes they're going under the power lines. But this is a very crucial part to farming, is it not? It's one of the most important to protecting the crops, yes. Why is that? There's bugs, there's, there's disease pressure, but we put out seeds and fertilizers. Really? So you're not just killing bugs, you're also fertilizing the crops? Yes. And what kinds of crops do you normally do? Uh, we can do anything and everything. Uh, we, we, do, uh, we do a lot of work for dairies okay. and for uh, silage and things like that. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of nut crops almonds and pistachios. Uh, we still do cotton. It okay. used to be king. Right. But it's still here. Right. And uh, we also spray and, and fertilize organic crops too. Really? Yeah. So teach me something about that because I thought organic agriculture, you couldn't spray, you couldn't use pesticides. How is what you do different for organic farming? So when we use the word pesticide, uh -huh. all it is is something that controls or pushes back disease or okay. controls a pest. Right. So soap and water that you use in your garden is a pesticide. Ah, okay. Now there are specially formulate, formulated uh, mixtures you can get right. that are registered for organic crops okay. that we can put in the aircraft and right. dispense economically. And I'm guessing doing that by air is a lot, overall for the farmer, is a lot less expensive than trying to send out a crew with a bunch of canisters and hoses. Especially in today's climate where labor is very expensive. Right. Yeah. Your name isn't Vince and your father's name isn't Vince. How did you guys get in the crop dusting business? We started out as farmers. Okay. Uh, What'd you grow? We did uh, potatoes, alfalfa, cotton. Okay. Uh, oranges was the mainstay. All right. Um, we were slicker farms. And then why did you guys get into the crop dusting business? 
My dad had a love for flying okay. since he was 21. He right. bought his own helicopter, uh -huh. one of the old MASH helicopter. Oh, okay. Um, but what they, um, he ended up in 1997 uh -huh. wanting to crop dust. So he met with Alan Biddleston, the old owner here. He went and got some experience crop dusting for an outfit in Mississippi, okay. spraying cotton. All right. Then he got a call from Alan to come and hopefully work here. Right. To the ability to work and be home every day is a lot better. Right. So he opted to go ahead and say, yeah, I'm going to be crop duster in Button Willow. And that's a lot shorter to commute than from Bakersfield to Mississippi. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so you wanted to be a pilot and a crop duster right from the beginning, right? No, that's not. <laughs> okay. No. Well, well, how'd you end up back in the family business? My dad said, hey, I want to buy this business and... I really need help. I need a manager, somebody that can help us. Ah, uh, and you've got the business degree. I have the business degree. And so you started managing the family business? Trying. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. It's a whole new field. You had, right. I had to learn everything. I had never stepped foot or knew what it took to run a crop dusting business. Right. It was crawling until I could walk and then walk until I could run. Now, I mentioned before that, you know, we've driven down the 99, we've driven down the 5, and we've seen the aircraft go over the, air, over the power lines, sometimes under the power lines, because crop dusting only happens in the summer, right? No. What? Here in California, in our area here, right. it's all year round. We do uh, anywhere from spraying, fertilizing, seeding. Uh -huh. A lot of it's herbicide. And does that only happen in the summer, or is it spring, fall? That's, it happens pretty much all year round. Okay. As long as the conditions are good, we're, we're able to do the work that you need us to. When we come back, we're going to talk more about John's development in the family business because it leads to the answer of a visionary question about putting your stamp on your family business. But before we do that, John, if visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? If you want to get in touch with me, my phone number is 661-979-7503. That's my direct line. And then email is the best way, vincedusters at gmail.com. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And we'll come right back with answering how do you put your stamp on your family business when we come right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Hugh Beatty, the wellness doc, also known as TWD. If you find that you suffer with chronic joint problems in your shoulders, your hips, and your knees, and it's impacting your performance at your business, you need to come see me for a thorough evaluation. These joints, if they have degenerated and you want to avoid surgery, you should consider PRP stem cell. It's a regenerative process, so you can begin to perform once again at your peak performance. Please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, the wellness doc. Reach out to Hugh Beatty, MD, The Wellness Doc at 661-395-0315. That's 661-395-0315. Or visit him online at hughbeattymd.com. That's H-U-G-H-B-E-A-T-T-Y-M-D.com. I'm here with John Slicker, the managing partner for Vince Dusters. And our vision or question comes from Leslie, who asks, in a multi-generational family, how do you carve out your identity to make the family business your own, starting in year three? 
the way that I've kind of made my stamp, uh-huh. because I learned, because I had no experience before. Right. So I've learned by watching. Okay. Seeing how my dad did it. Okay. I've taken my strength of uh, being able to network, mm-hmm. connect with people in a, a very genuine way. Okay. Kind of become, switch the, my dad from being the face of the company to mm-hmm. myself. Oh, okay. Is that how you've put your thumbprint and your identity on the business? What's funny is it's a little hard to really put your thumb on, okay. right? Because that's the whole deal is we're still in the middle of that. Right. And I think we're, we, I think it's very organic how things are happening. Oh, okay. And I think that's good when, a, when that transition can happen organically. Right. So that way the customers or the clients, they don't feel as if they're getting a new product. They just receive the new product. Right. In a different way. It sounds like it's more incremental and it's change and it's not this knee-jerk change because somebody is new at the head. Especially when a business is sold mm-hmm. and you want to, there's times where people want to change the name, right. right? And all of a sudden, you know, it's almost like maybe you didn't change anything in the business, but now everybody perceives that there's nothing's the same anymore. And the same thing happens when somebody new is the head like you. Exactly. Now that I'm out there, getting out there more, being more sociable and um, making those connections, uh-huh. becoming that face, the new face of the company where uh, if there's a problem, somebody calls me, thinks to call me first rather than my, my dad. Right. So it lets him kind of ease back right. and enjoy, I guess, enjoy the show, right. if you will. Because isn't that what everybody every dad or owner wants to see their legacy continue on. Sure. But see that new stamp on it. Right. And see their son or daughter flourish. Tell me the story about Office Depot. I was stocking a, uh, an aisle for Office Depot. Right. Going through college. Uh-huh. And I meet this, uh, meet this Wonderful lady. I didn't know she was, but she's short. She's like, you know, Portuguese short. Right. She's looking for staples. Can't find the right staples. Right. So instead of like, you know, kind of nudging her out of the way and here's some staples, these should work. Right. I stop and I take the time and I said, let me, let me help you. Let's find some staples. So we start taking staples out of the box, fit them to the stapler that she has. Right. That's kind of when I realized, uh, because she asked me after that, um, her name's Ramona Freeze. Oh, R&D okay. Leather Furniture. R&D Leather Furniture, right. She offered me a job as a salesperson for her store because I took the time to connect with her and try to figure a solution out for her problem in a meaningful way. So I've taken that since since that point, I've taken that throughout my life to even apply it here with problems that we have in the field. If a farmer has a problem with a field and I don't quite know what the solution is, I take the time to talk with them, figure it out. Why are we doing this? Right. And that helps create that connection where they develop that trust with me that 
they know the job's going to get done right. We were talking off camera, and I was talking with John about, tell me some great stories from the family business. And we've all heard about the, the harrowing escapes and the harrowing activities of pilots. Crop dusting is no different. And tell me about going under the wire for the first time. <laughs> so this was when I was just starting to be a pilot. Right. My dad, we were doing a field, and he's watching me on the side uh, on the radio. We're talking and communicating. And he says, uh, well, I ask, hey, dad, how do I know if I can make it under the wire? He goes, well, you're not, we decided you weren't going to go under any wires. It's too so, dangerous. Yeah. It's you're too not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, as a rookie, the, you know, you kind of want to know how to do everything. Right. So I said, okay, well, um, I know I'm not going to go under the wire, but how do you know? And I'm in the spray run this right. whole time on the radio. Right. And he goes, um, well, if the wire is at your eye level and as you get closer, it climbs up and it creates that space between the wire, then you know you're going to go under it. I said, okay. Um, he goes, if you look at the wire and as you get closer, it stays in that same spot or it, or it goes down in your field of view, then you're going to hit that wire. You won't make it. So I said, okay. Um, as I was, as he was telling me that on the radio, I was just to the point where I just, I went right under the wire. I said, oh, <laughs> well, that's good. I made it. <laughs> And what did he say? Or can you not mention it on camera? He said, don't tell mom. <laughs> <laughs> so. And we'll be right back. The reason we're here talking with John Slicker, the managing partner of Vince Dusters, is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. We had a visioneer that wanted to find out about how do you put your imprint on the family business? So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And who knows, maybe your question will appear here on Small Business Celebration. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with John Slicker, the managing partner of Vince Dusters, and our visioner question comes from Steve who asks, I'm trying to expand my network beyond that of various chamber of commerce groups and business networking groups. What has worked for you? So the biggest thing for me is, uh, was becoming the president of the Buttonwillow Lions Club. Okay. I joined the Buttonwillow Lions Club as okay. a member. All right. I kind of just went through the motions, went to a couple of lunches, and then, you know, didn't really have an interest. But uh, all, of my, all of my clients went there uh -huh. and were part of it. Right. So it was something I needed to do. Then I joined the board. One of my philosophies now and, and then was mostly always say yes. You don't want to say yes to everything. Okay, sure, <laughs> right, right. But mostly always say yes, especially when it comes to community service and things like that. And then I had a large stint while I was still on the board, just not going. Uh, I was too busy flying. Right. 
Poor excuse. <laughs> sure. <laughs> now it was my turn to kind of move up in the chairs. As I was vice president, uh, part of the vice president's duty is to cover or, or, or stand in place for the president when he or she can't be there. Right. So um, I made sure I was there at every meeting so that way I can know how to do the presidency. Mm. And in doing that, I got to know most all the members that would always show up at the lunches. And when it's my time, now I'm the president, so right. now it's my time to run meetings right. in front of all my clients who I can't make mad. <laughs> sure, right? <laughs> the biggest part of it all is I'm going around the room shaking people's hands, talking with them. They poke and joke at me and my misfortunes during the meeting. Right. I think that's when they say that people generally like you at that point. It's a term of endearment where they're making that's, fun of you. Yeah. I get a lot of that. <laughs> sure. Uh, because of how I'm talking now, that's exactly how I talk in the meeting. I get right. nervous. Right. I ended up to where I'm talking more than I, I don't even have lunch anymore. It's talking and patting each other, patting people on the shoulder and saying, hey, how you doing? Right. Kind of a, for me, it's kind of a good gauge of how well am I doing out here. Right. I think I'm doing pretty good. And you keep getting more connections, you get more invitations to all kinds of different things. In fact, you had a, a whiskey tasting or, or that you went to. Yeah, so the, the whiskey tasting, um, I got an invite from Javi Higuera from Bakersfield Rotary West. I thought, you know what, this would be a great opportunity to take my wife and go out, have a date. Right. Inadvertently, during the event, somebody was handing out they needed somebody to sign up for the school board ah, or okay. that's kind of when it clicked like oh my gosh if you hadn't come to this event these opportunities wouldn't present themselves to maybe do something or be a part of something bigger most mostly saying yes actually generates a lot of New opportunities. A, lot, a lot of opportunities especially so. when you've crashed Man. <laughs> yes, I had to bring that up. <laughs> so, in crop dusting, um, I mean, things happen. Right, right. So I was, I was actually seeding rice right. up in Northern California. Okay. And then wait, you seed rice from an airplane? Yes. I had no idea. It's very, very common, yeah. Really? Well, I guess it's a lot easier than just trying to put a seed on the ground and, and that whole sort of thing. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I just had no idea. Yeah, what they do is they soak the rice. Right. And they make it heavy with water. Okay. And then they flood the rice paddy. Right. About shin height. Okay. And you put it in the airplane. Okay. And it has a spreader underneath, like another wing. Okay. And then it drops through that and spreads out like you do, like you fertilize or seed your lawn. Wow, I, I had, it, it makes perfect sense. And of course, it's a lot cheaper to do it from an airplane than to have somebody out there and labor and everything else. It's pretty fast. Okay, know. so anyway, you were out there, you know, seeding and? So I was, took a load out. Right. And I was in a, a model ag cat, a radial. Right. right. I hadn't been in it for the whole year before somebody right. else was flying it. So I thought, you know, and I've flown it before, like right. years past. Right. 
So I kind of thought I knew what it had in it still, right, right. but uh, I misjudged it was hot and I had the wind at my back right. and I made a miscalculation and I was going down the runway and right then and there, about three quarters of the way through, it's, it's the point of no return. Right. And all of a sudden in a tailwheel, tailwheel airplane, you want to make sure that wheel comes up right. off the ground. Right. Uh, that's kind of when you know how she's ready to fly and all of a sudden it's not coming up oh no and i immediately know i'm going to crash oh no before i'm even off the ground <laughs> i can't even get in the air and you're crashing and i know i'm crashing wow so at the end of the runway it has a ramp uh -huh. kind of a dirt ramp and it launches me up and the only thing you know when you think you're going to crash you think god i'm going to die right. Right? right no i'm my life didn't flash before my eyes. Right. I uh, all I thought about was flying the airplane. So I just kept it straight, and I tried to do everything I could to uh, to make it fly, and ended up somersaulting in a rice paddy, and uh, walking out, kicking my helmet, saying, "I cannot believe I just did that." <laughs> Kicking yourself for your own <clears throat> ingenuity, huh? Well, that's when you find out that um, that you're you're not invincible, right? Crop dusters, we kind of when we start out, we kind of always think we're invincible. It can't right. happen to me. Possibly can't. Sure. So, um, and that's when I kind of made the decision. You know, you got to live. You got to live for today. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. So when opportunities present themselves, take them. What makes you wake up every morning and open the business? What makes me wake up and get into work to climb into that airplane, it's a chance for me to use the paintbrush on the canvas. Hmm. How so? Crop dusting isn't just putting chemicals or fertilizer or seed on a field. There's an art to it. and. Uh, the way that you fly the field or the uh, how closely you can get the chemical or, or whatever you're putting out evenly across the field. Um, the way you turn, it's just the way that you handle the machine. It's, it's, it's that that gets me up, the ability to do what I'm best at. John. This has been a privilege. Thank you very much for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you. And if visioners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? You can get in touch with me with my phone number, 661-979-7503, or email vincedusters at gmail.com. And we'll be right back with my final thought. I'm Dr. Hugh Beatty, the wellness doc, also known as TWD. If you find that you suffer with chronic joint problems in your shoulders, your hips, and your knees, and it's impacting your performance at your business, you need to come see me for a thorough evaluation. These joints, if they have degenerated and you want to avoid surgery, you should consider PRP stem cell. It's a regenerative process, so you can begin to perform once again at your peak performance. Please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, The Wellness Doc. Reach out to Hugh Beatty, MD, 
the Wellness Doc at 661-395-0315. That's 661-395-0315. Or visit them online at hughbatymd.com. That's H-U-G-H-B-E-A-T-T-Y-M-D.com. Flying Under the Wire. One of the central themes of this week's episode is communication, communication, communication. And one of the potential dangers or downfalls to communication is that it can lead us to a life or a business of rote. We are in a rut. We do the same thing over and over and over again. But sometimes you have to do, and I'm paraphrasing Ray Bradbury, when he said that you need to jump off a cliff and build your wings on the way down. And our guest this week, John Slicker, had that moment when he was still a rookie pilot. He wanted to go ahead and fly underneath the wire, underneath the power lines. Well, as you probably know, this is a very dangerous maneuver because you can fly into power lines with an airplane and power lines and airplanes which are made of metal, not a good combination. But one of the things that John did though is as he was approaching the wire, as he was building his wings on the way down, he called his father and asked him for advice. And his father gave him the advice on how to fly under the wire successfully. And as you know from the story, he was successful in doing so. But it got me to thinking, how often do we get very rote in our business, doing the same thing over and over and over again? How many times have we been willing to jump off the cliff and build our wings on the way down? Well, we can take a lesson from John this week, where if we do jump off the cliff to build our wings down, it's helpful to have somebody you can talk to to give you the advice as you're falling. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with John Slicker, the managing partner of Vince Dusting, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business, and we'll see you here again next week. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.